You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Life is full of amazing moments. Some make you laugh, some make you cry, and some are just downright brutal. I'm Rachel Burchett, and this is my Brutal Life. Hello, beautiful podcast listeners, and welcome back to another episode of My Brutal Life. And I'm not flying solo today. I have my co-host back with That's me, right. I'm here. Mr. JG, I know. Jeremy you, Griffin. And you know, even the last one, I was really, I was here still. You were, you were in I was out. just, uh, I was at the fire pit. <laughs> I was really hoping you weren't testing me. I wasn't testing you. Okay, good. No, I was just thinking about that music. That's such... That feels like such like 90s sitcom music now to me, <laughs> especially how it is. <laughs> do we and need I'm, to redo it? No, I mean, I like it. It's, I don't know. I have the advantage. I listen to a lot of different podcasts on the mm-hmm. network, so I get a, a broad stroke of all the different And I music. say, do we need to redo it? Like well, I, I know do anything game. So. Well, I mean, listen, if you, yeah, if you want to redo it, there's a link on the website. And it's <laughs> I'll not play that, a harmonica it's not that expensive. and a piccolo <laughs> and a triangle. <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Thank you for joining me again, JT. Yeah, I yeah. like doing it. I, you yeah. know, it's funny because I, I have my two podcasts. I haven't done episodes in a while. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking, I I keep thinking to myself, the reason I don't notice is because I podcast all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't realize. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, I have shows over here yeah. that haven't happened My in a while. listeners love you. Well, I love your listeners. Yeah, they do. And I like to think of them as our listeners. <laughs> our listeners. Yes. Okay. Correction. <laughs> and I have a very very fun guest with me today i have read we 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 <laughs> you're gonna start beating me i need, I need to figure out which button it is Beat button. that's not it that's not it. i don't know what it is oh wait here it is there it is found it we have a very fun guest i met Lori through jeremy and the stream grace network and you reached out to me mm-hmm. and it's been this fun inner exchange and i would think i was telling you off air i have intentionally not dove into your story mm. because i want to um i want you to share it and i want the element of me going what, what? <laughs> exactly I wow knew i knew it was coming wow i'll see if i can come up with some wow things for you <laughs> oh, so thank you lori yeah. for being here thanks for thank asking you. and i was on your podcast you were on the three the three mm-hmm. and go search you can search that on my uh on stream grace network mm-hmm. um on the you did it right. Interwebs. Yes, the interwebs does contain it. web. You can go to streamgrace.com or the streamgracenetwork.com. They all work. I instantly go into pro- promo voice when it happens. You can check out the three or the other episode you were on, Inside the Man Box with Rick Bryan. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Yeah. And you're going to be on yes, New Wine was, pretty soon. Yes, we get yes. to drink wine. Oh, that's your yeah. the video yes. podcast too, isn't it? Yeah. Excited. Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited. I got a little excited. It's going to be fun. We're doing it next week. I know. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very thrilled about. I'll check that, in so. which kind of wine you want before you come. So okay, we do that for our guests. <gasps> wow, I know. I think we're just that good. I think you're going to be a regular side co-host. <laughs> Ooh, that'd know, be fun. Like when somebody's absent, you know, <laughs> yeah. they on the TV shows. Yes. Yeah, you could be the regular fill-in. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm I'm up for that. Sure, will like it. We need to do a photo shoot and everything. <laughs> it happened here first, folks. 
You heard it right here. It's going to be fun. I, I, mm-hmm. The moment you told me about that. I know you were very excited. Oh, that was cool. You, things were just mm-hmm. sparking off in my brain. But yeah, We've done an introduction one and we've done two actual interviews so far. Good. And so we're we're getting there. But it's that's, that's it's a, been fun so far. It's a very creative, I think. Yeah. And what you're going to do. It's, What's the content going to be? Um, well, you kind of decided what you were to come in and I talk did. about. <laughs> and we both went, ooh, yeah. And Sharon's, Sharon's going, we need to have her soon so we don't look stupid. So she could, so she could help us decide what we're supposed to wear so that we don't look dumb. <laughs> so that's why we're having you right that's away. Awesome. <laughs> we, we want a trailer with wardrobe with and makeup. Turbo. Okay, got it. Yes. Got it. Color matching, body yes. type, all of it. So All but. of that. So we'll have to talk about what you need us to do to get ready for you because we're already worried about what to Watch wear. Watch me show up and sweatpants and a top knot for real oh that'd be great because it will look decent <laughs> maybe no it'll be good it'll, it'll, it'll be, be good it'll be fun i'm looking forward to it it will be mm-hmm. i i am too so but yeah. thank you for being here and mm-hmm. um tell us a little bit tell my tell the listeners a little bit about you and um i am of course i podcast on the three with uh-huh. sharon and pat um we are i'm part of a ministry called oneness ministries in edmund mm-hmm. Um, and we do um, grace-based uh, co- life coaching and counseling, mm-hmm. and we're creating a training program. And um, I do all the social media, and cal- we, I do counseling as well. What type of counseling do you specialize in? Um, it really doesn't matter because okay. the solution is always the same. Mm-hmm. It's always about who God is and who you are, mm-hmm. and how does that affect mm-hmm. your circumstance. That's so good. Yeah, and then Rick, my husband, and, and I work there together and we do if there's married couples or couples coming in for counseling we do that do um all ages we don't do kids okay under what age um we have a couple of people on staff that can do like high school mm-hmm. um mostly it's adults but every now and then there's a there's a young high schooler that might so maybe 18 and older yeah you'd say. if you don't need somebody qualified f- i can totally do <laughs> I, I know I'm, anybody I'm, under the age of like nine was hang out and play games <laughs> game and talk we'll That's call you yeah. yeah i got a switch yeah. we can make it happen yeah my my sweet spot with counseling mm. is i love teenagers college age maybe you should come on staff and do that for us i could do that i really i enjoy Seriously. i enjoy that age yeah um, we're we're starting a, a beta training program in january really for counseling and probably for life coaching as well well we'll talk off air yes we will that would be good so yeah i mean guys could do it here <laughs> no, no we want it to be a secret <laughs> oh that makes sense. call oneness ministries for more information that's what i was going to say ministries.org you can always visit us online that's right <laughs> good job so tell us mm. tell me a little bit about your story um from you know Lori as a young girl and then hmm. um oh gosh i don't i don't even know because don't look at me like that. Um, I've already right. talked to Jeremy about this before. <laughs> um, I was born in New York, moved to... New York. Well, not New York City, but upstate New York where it's okay. pretty. Um, and moved down here. My dad got... Uh, he moved to Tinker. He got worked at Tinker. Anyway, so raised Catholic. Okay. Um, became a believer at 12, 12 or 13. And um, the journey was on. I, I had to stay Catholic Church with my parents, but I did go to... I visited Southern Baptist. Okay. I visited Pentecostal Holiness. I visited all sorts of fun things, mm-hmm. and just kept trying to figure out 
what there was to learn and more about what I believed mm-hmm. and it never was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly I never, right. <laughs> I never get to use sound effects. So. I was just listening to the podcast with April Holland. You got to use all of I them. I used a lot. I did. That, I'm so glad you brought those out today. That's So fun. you should just keep doing that. Just, <laughs> well, not, okay, there you go. I will. That's good. <laughs> no. So anyway, back to your childhood. <laughs> It was not that magical. No, sorry. No, it was more than wah, wah, wah. wah. <laughs> I, you know, okay, so I, I want to, and I'm just cowboying this apparently. Um, yes. So I was just thinking about this because uh, almost thinking about working backwards, you know, because like I know, mm. I know this background that you have, you know, gr- growing mm-hmm. up in that world. And then I know where you are now. Mm-hmm. And it's almost to me it's almost more curious of talking about okay here's where i am and how did i get here mm. you know what i'm saying beautiful mm-hmm. does that beautiful. make sense yeah yeah because yep. um, is it fair to say that you are anti-organized church <laughs> and and this is you know i'm not setting yes. you up i think that's fair right? yes yeah. anti I, I yes structure wise <laughs> so, yes capital and y i started to try to make it sound nice but i i can't i've tried I, to okay, corner so, you on this question for many times i think i've you said so you have you've done mm-hmm. well this is the most plain and clear that you've ever you, no qualifier like you just that said yes. yes was mm-hmm. bolded underlined exclamation exclamation reading right ready. i think so so how did you get not there? that i don't think that god works in it in, right ah, because it's here right and i know you know let's let's talk about we talked about johnny yule what a good yeah. guy he is mm-hmm. yeah and i think god calls people to ministry mm-hmm. in churches now because that's what we have yes mm-hmm. but i don't think it's i don't think it it's I a, think it keeps people immature and it keeps people um, doing and trying and mm. it keeps them in guilt and shame and it keeps them, um, um, what's the word I'm like, inactive, keeps mm-hmm. them passive and it keeps them um, always listening to somebody else for answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this yeah. is really good mm-hmm. and, I, and it's, I'm glad you mentioned Johnny because one of the things that he's really... Um, been super intense on right now is helping people hear the voice of God like yes mm-hmm. for themselves that's yes. been his primary focus and I and I I think that's something that would be good because I've talked to Rachel about this on other podcasts too um just in general about like you know you always say Rachel you'll say I love the church I love the church mm. but right. I learned to disagree with the man-made rules of mm-hmm. the church and I, I love God and I learned to disagree with the man-made rules of the right. church and I I like Jeremy has said. I've said this on other po- podcasts. The thing that frustrates me about the and I call it when I say ecosystem, mm-hmm. I'm referring to the church, mm-hmm. and I always qualify. There are there are good churches out there, sure, you know. But I have 20 years background in church, and I've seen on both sides. Mm-hmm. And church, I believe, always taught there are you know four ways to hear god prayer your bible mm-hmm. worship mm-hmm. wise counsel mm-hmm. and they forget the fifth one all other weird ways right which is <laughs> everything yeah. which is which everything is the, else the, most of it we, yeah yes. and, but the first four mm-hmm. are controllable mm-hmm. they're controllable from inside the ecosystem yeah. you know and yeah. so 
again, I just had this conversation today. If somebody goes to the pastor or the pastor catches wind of somebody's leaving the church, mm-hmm. you know, um, they may not have a why other than I just really feel like God is calling me to lead the church. Well, where I came from, that was not really an acceptable answer. Yeah, <laughs> It wasn't because... Yeah. Well, did you get wise counsel? Did you pray about it? Did you, you know, did you find a scripture in the word? You know, no, I just, one of the examples I would say, no, I was just, you know, in my quiet space, we're sitting by the river and I saw a goose fly by and I was praying and I was talking to God about this. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like this one following Holy Spirit. And yeah. this is all other weird ways. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I have this way when I see a goose, it, I'm okay. I'm, I'm just still following Holy Spirit. That's yeah. my weird way. That's how me and Holy Spirit talk. That's how he manifests to me. He's, I'm not worshiping creation. No. I worship the creator who can use creation to speak with me. The lilies of the field, right. the, the fig tree, everything that God created, he can and will use to communicate his heart to you. But that's uncontrollable. Yeah. Because if you take that to a pastor, he's going to go, uh, a goose, really? Yeah, real, yeah no, you're kind of yeah. weird. This is mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. So, literally, uh, <laughs> a couple hours ago, we're mm-hmm. in this podcast studio talking about this very thing and how to hear the voice of God. And one of the things that, uh, and this was on the New Life podcast, if anyone wants to check this one out, but, um, you know, you guys know my position on this is yeah. very much what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny's been going through this list of things. And so, at one point, I said, I made a point to say there's infinite ways, but mm-hmm. really what it comes down to is there's really not infinite ways, but there's, um, because you say, you know, all other weird ways, mm-hmm. that basically means God can speak any way he chooses to mm-hmm. speak. And more importantly, I think to that is that we hear God, how we choose to hear. I think he's talking across every platform that could ever be. Yeah. Where are we tuning in and yeah. listening? Yeah. yeah. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Well, I would, I, and I get this is something we taught in church. Have a relationship with God. You need to have a relationship with God. You need mm. to have your quiet time with God. <laughs> and I remember going through my transitioning season and going, "That's wrong." Mm. It when 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 Jeremy's boys were born, mm-hmm. when his children were born, when we are born again, it's Jeremy's responsibility to build the relationship with the child. It's the father's responsibility to teach the child how to interact and have this so relationship. Good. Yeah, they have a language. Jeremy and Gabe have a language. Jeremy and Noah have a language. Mm-hmm. Jeremy and Jacob have a language, and it's their language. It's their verbiage. It. Noah is in the military. His verbiage is different with his dad than Gabe's. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it's the same way with the father. Mm -hmm. When I was born again, my, it was, all I'm called to do is obey (laughs) and just be, or just Just be be. here. And I come to him and he's going to build this verbiage with me. He's going to build his, our communication style between me and my father is mm-hmm. so different than you and mm-hmm. your father. Mm-hmm. It's the same God, but he translates different right. to you than he does to me well, because our, our worlds are different. Right. And if it's a life of rest and it is, mm-hmm. then it's just letting him. I'm just being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, just that's beautiful. Yeah. It is. It is his responsibility. Mm-hmm. It We're, is his responsibility. And so yeah. how many people do you see? get complacent in the church because they're like, I try to read my Bible and I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I try to pray, but I don't know how to pray mm-hmm. because they're doing works on how to build a relationship right. with the Father instead of going, you just be mm-hmm. and you just just stand there and burn. Well, it's like the word obey. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we we default to obey being... Doing. Do, well, and not just doing, but mm-hmm. like bad. 
stuff. Like, yes. Oh crap, I don't want to do this. You know what? If my if, <laughs> if I go in and I tell Jacob, hey, grab your gloves, let's go play catch. <laughs> oh, he's going to obey That's like that. Obeying yeah, that sure. isn't a negative yeah. thing. And right. he you know? wants right. to. And so when, when you start, when the father starts building a relationship and a verbiage with you, it awakens these in desires in you to be in his presence mm-hmm. because it's well, you what, always what are I crave. in his presence right. yeah right. it's what i crave <laughs> right. i crave i want more of him mm-hmm. i want more of that awakening and that aliveness and he'll mm-hmm. the more i'm in his you know the more it's he and i and i and him i just uh, you just move through your day and you hear him and yeah. it's continuous it never stops yeah it yeah. never stops. It's always unfolding. He's and he will, the father will take you as deep as you want to go. He'll take you as far as you want to search when you're ready. When you're ready. Yeah. And yeah. and and he releases more wisdom when you're ready. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeremy's not going to teach to Jacob what he'd talk to Noah about, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But in the church we dump this one message on everybody and <laughs> one size fits all yeah and it's and because of that it's shallow mm-hmm. it's it's so shallow mm-hmm. i'm sorry but it, but it is mm-hmm. every it, it's like it seemed like every church i was in most every church i've ever been in every sunday morning they're teaching a salvation message mm-hmm. well we're all saved you know and i know you want people to you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, what about the rest of us? Right. What, you know, and people can come to Christ when you're teaching about who God is. It yeah. doesn't have to be a, you because know what it I mean? awakens desires. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. One yeah. time you were talking about hearing them all the time. I remember I, I was meeting with a, a client once several years ago, and I always thought that it seems like so much of what I tell my clients is, is for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and so we were talking about something and I was telling her, we're talking about lies we believe because we all yeah. believe lies yeah. about stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. <clears throat> and I remember telling her, and, and I said, one of the lies that I know that I believe about God is that if I really, really want something, he's not going to let me have it. Mm-hmm. And the next thought that popped into my head was, what if what you want and I want is the same thing? And it was so clear. Yeah. It wasn't audible, but it was clear. Yeah. And I remember, and I stopped talking and I said okay that one was for me but I'm going to tell you anyway <laughs> but I mean what a sweet thing yes. what if what just what you're saying mm-hmm. what if what you want and I want is the same, same thing, thing? Mm-hmm. well where does that come from you know we talk about well is it me or is it God and I had a friend who would say she said I said I know when it's the enemy it's pretty easy to tell mm-hmm. when it's shame and guilt and all that mm-hmm. sort of junk and I said you know but how do I know whether it's me or God and she goes <laughs> she goes there's no me or God there's me and me God. God. You're one thing. Yes. You're one, you know, yep. the wee tea, the, the right. tea bag and water. Right. You're one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I am him, he and me. <laughs> That's yeah. another story. But yeah. <clears throat> so, I am him, he and me. Yeah. There's no separating. <clears throat> there's, there's no not. separating. There's no, he's, he is in there. And, uh, and I think one of the most challenging things when you're teaching people how to hear from God is, well, it's not that that analogy well it sounds mm-hmm. like me of course it does yeah. <laughs> of course yes. it does if yeah. you're hearing another voice we have a whole other problem <laughs> you know it is yeah. gonna sound like you uh, my, man when god talks to me it sounds like sling blade that's weird <laughs> hey jeremy i reckon you gotta go over <laughs> but you which proves your you, point you, that exactly, he, you got a whole other problem <laughs> but, but you learn to you learn yeah. to hear him his voice can get even through all the hell I went through, yeah. I, I learned his voice so clearly mm-hmm. that it, it was it was just that it was clear, it was crisp because 
it was in me. I was being led from within, yeah. not from what other people were telling me. Now, yeah. I still got wise counsel, sure. and I still prayed, and I still wrote my Bible, and I still went to church. Those were now tools put in their proper place. But the path God led me down <laughs> looked, was going so contrary to what I had learned Mm-hmm. in the church uh-huh. you know i think so much is yeah. of this and and laurie correct me if i'm wrong but i i feel like you and i are kind of jive in this area that the the biggest issue with church i mean yeah it can be um surfacey but i think it's surfacey because so much of what's taught at church is church and not a relationship with god it's like mm-hmm. here's how to do church here's <laughs> right what, and and right. so and i also think that fundamentally people have made i'm a very reductive guy and i believe jesus was reductive in his in the concept of of relationship i mean he he took all of the law and said it's these two things that's reductive right. by mm-hmm. definition right. so in the same way we go to church and we com- complicate things so much there's a great new song um called the uh, old church basement i think is what it's called um, is it Furtick? No, I don't. I don't know who it is, but I don't think it's verdict. But the song, the first lyrics of the song, it speaks to me because I, you know, from as a worship leader, my groove is in the mellow deep mm-hmm. worship. Right. Mm-hmm. This this starts off saying, "I don't see anything wrong with lights on stages. I even love it when the crowd gets loud singing out God's praises." Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can get a little complicated. Yes, okay. and that's when I'm reminded of the old church basement when he's a teenager, yes. teenager, and how they're just, mm. you know, his buddy bought a cheap guitar and they're just worshiping. See that purity, mm. that simplicity, mm-hmm. we it gets lost, and in today's modern church world. It's incredibly lost. Everyone is shuffling and trying to become what they see mm-hmm. instead of who they know. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's mm-hmm. like, I, if I can oh, wait, manage so to be as good as mm-hmm. this church here, and it, and it just comes down to fundamentally not believing the truest thing about us, which mm-hmm. is what God says about us, not anything else, to mm-hmm. quote Steve. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's the, the reality is that we feel safe and secure, and this is why church is the way it is. The reason we have to elevate pastors is if we don't, we've lost our own salvation because our salvation rests upon that of my leader. Mm. If he is doing bad, then he's my point of comparison. I'm looking Mm. to him. So how could I possibly be good if he's worse than me? Mm -hmm. And that is the fundamental Mm -hmm. flaw with it. And it's Mm -hmm. not, this is the thing that frustrates me about angst against the church is that it is an institution that is propped up by the people who go to it, mm-hmm. not the people who lead it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we blame the people who lead it because they just simply go, mm, all right, sure. <laughs> it's a pretty easy position yeah. to be in. Yeah. And but, it's hard to it's hard to combat that when everyone is telling you how great you are. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. it's none of this has anything to do with God, right? I mean, it's like talking about praise and worship music. And, and start talking about styles and volumes and tempos. None of that has to do with God. <laughs> it's all preference. But still going back too to what Rachel said though, if talking about hearing God, mm-hmm. I don't hear a lot of that from pastors. No. Because if they said, hey, Jeremy, I can teach you, but you need to hear God for yourself and you can hear God. Mm-hmm. And he and he does talk to you in, in strange ways and mm-hmm. in all sorts of ways because then they're afraid you're gonna go, you're gonna right. run amok and do something or, stupid. Or right. you might run something contrary to what scripture mm-hmm, right. or their teaching or, you know, I, I think a pastor that teaches all other weird ways probably wants you to lead in all other weird ways because mm. 
that means you're you're free yeah you're free to move and be you know like who god wants you to be it's uncontrollable that's right and we were never meant to be controlled we were meant to soar we Mm -hmm. were meant to go where Mm -hmm. god wants us to go Mm -hmm. the gospel was never meant to be controlled that's why it went from the upper room out and it went into all different places Mm -hmm. and all different language and all other weird people Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes and yeah and he went out and preached his biggest sermon and that's how they got saved yeah they very, did get saved right. in a church. Very that's few right. people would consider me an advocate for people going to church. <laughs> However, I will say this, and and I am really I'm really proud of this. I think this is a great thing. But um, you know, when you disconnect from things, right? Whether you've been in the same place for the same time, like for 20 years, you don't know what's going on in other places, right? right. Things happen around you. I think in the same way, you know, churches there there is a reformation. What we think and believe right here isn't unique. And and the same heart and attitude are coming into the world of church leaders Big and pastors. Mm-hmm. And the the That's biggest good to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because I I work closely with a lot of pastors in what we do here and it's funny because I am no different than any other time when they ask me a question. I certainly don't hold back. <laughs> but what I find so interesting is that that's intriguing to them because they are in the world of discovery of of the the wrong, but they still are locked up in. Ooh, I've been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been yeah. there. You're, you're, oh my gosh, you have this there. this argument with yourself of what's right and what's wrong. Is this going to send me to hell? Oh. And then you're like, well, that's not even logical. Mm-hmm. And so I just say that to say this: it's important that we keep praying for them, that we keep. Um, providing our perspective for them Mm -hmm. to help them feel free and comfortable because the most freeing thing that could ever happen for God's people, because as you point out, Lori, God has to use the church in America because that's its primary, Mm -hmm. his primary mechanism. Yeah. When, but what do I, what I'm seeing is the church in America is liberating, not 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 by and large. I shouldn't say I don't know that, but the, in my circles, being, there's pockets. I, I'm of. seeing the liberation Good. of the people who are going to those churches. Now there's still religion. There is mm-hmm. still, you know, legalism and and some things that that we the would all disagree of with. It exactly, is, the three of us could get down to the nitty gritty yeah. and disagree mm-hmm. on all sorts of things, but but the the core structure. And to me, you you hit the nail on the head, uh, Rach, when you said your job is to hear God. I mean, he says, Jesus says, hear and obey, right? And and again, not to put the negative spin on obey, just hear. And yeah. if you're hearing me say, don't jump off a cliff, obey that. Obey that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the whole thing is when we teach people how to hear the voice of God first, yes. then we are absolutely doing God's will. And here's how I know, because God did the same thing. God created us and said, here's your free will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're going to bucket because that's how love is. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. why is it that a pastor or a leader or a church structure in any anybody involved in that would want to strip people of their free will through manipulation, which is scripturally called witchcraft? Mm-hmm. Why would Ooh, we want to do that? Cult. Well, we would want to do that because we are not serving God or we're certainly not serving him in that action. Man, they're serving man. They're serving the institution and man. And what's at war here is who is going to be on on the throne, man or God. And I'm telling you, Mm. God will deconstruct your life, whether the the man's in the pulpit or wherever he is, God will deconstruct that because Mm -hmm. he will ultimately be on the throne of your life as your loving father, as the one who loves you, who created you, and who wants you to live free. Mm. He doesn't want any other gods before him and we we i forget what the story just left me they wanted a king 
They wanted oh, a king. right. Yeah. And God's like, I love okay. That. I love that. Okay, you can have a king, and this is what's going to happen. But what he, and what he said was, Samuel was Samuel. He, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, and because Samuel was upset about it, and, and yep. God said to him, you know, don't be upset. It's not you they're rejecting. It's, it's me. me. And I mm. love that that mm-hmm. thought that jo- God knows what it feels like to be, to be rejected. rejected. It's beautiful. It's so sweet. It's beautiful. Yeah. But, but people crave an idol a person that they can worship when moses was mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. mount carmel yeah, yeah. what they do they created something they could worship the israelites mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. we human nature wants that mm-hmm. and god's going no mm-hmm. i want to be that and so that's why there's this awakening happening and it's pulling people outside of the church and it that's since that's so confusing to say we're talking against the church because i do we're love not the, well we're, we're not we're talking about an institution we're talking, that's, why, that's why i call yeah. it the ecosystem yeah, yeah. or the echo chamber when when echo everybody's chamber. in this chamber and we're all speaking the same thing and we're all you know we have to run all the answers by one person and yeah. only that one person it has is the confusing answer. for people who are listening to this that don't dive deeper because what they do is they read about the church in scripture which by the way isn't in there that much but right. when they do read about it and then they hear us say we're anti-church like well that doesn't right. make sense uh-huh. right. no we're not we're anti-establishment anti-establishment we're actually i can say that across the board and religion, religion. Mm-hmm. right and and just just as a side note because i really want to i think this is important i want to shout out this is a non-exhaustive list but Wayne Hines, Steve Eden, John Yule, Stephen Cunningham, Dan Anderson, not all these people are on the network, mm-hmm. but these are guys that I know have this heart. Yes. And I am grateful. The, I mean, these guys represent people all over. These are not all centralized. Mm-hmm. They're not, mm-hmm. some of them don't know each other. Yeah, right. That's what's encouraging I to me. It's yeah. not a so singular in, circle. That is more. so interesting yeah. to me when I was really kind of thrusted, when I was thrusted out of the echo chamber, I began, I came out going, you believe the same way I believe. Right. I, yeah. I, I say I, this, I'm not religious anymore. I'm spiritual mm. because God is spirit. That's right. And, and so are we. And so are we. <laughs> and I I began to find these pockets of people that were going, that's why we don't go to church anymore. That's mm-hmm. why, I mean, mm-hmm. literally just today, mm-hmm. I had a client, a client in my chair and we're, who was used to be in our church. And she said, you know, Rachel, you were the only one that called us when we left. The pastor mm-hmm. didn't, and the associate pastor didn't. Yeah. You were the only one that talked to me. Like I genuinely, so even when I was in the echo chamber, mm-hmm. I, there was still something coming out in me that said, yeah. I really care about the God in you. Right. I didn't know that. I'm just kind of following, listening, listening, mm-hmm. and doing what I was told to do. Right. But there was an effervescence in me mm-hmm. that I really did genuinely care because I was in the echo chamber genuinely caring right. about people <laughs> right and things but here's somebody that was in the echo chamber with me here going you just didn't see what was around you yeah you just didn't feel what we felt when certain people came in the room and i'm like no because i yeah i was you know that was my life and stuff yeah. and so coming out of that and really realizing that, i mean people come through my chair all the time going this is why this is what this is the God I know the one right. you're talking about right and and I go and people say do you go to church and I I do go to church I don't go to church religiously like I did I mean I had yeah. to go I went every Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday night for yeah years I bet some Saturday nights for years yeah <laughs> some revivals and you know weeks yeah. long and stuff yeah no no I don't do that anymore but when I go and where I go I don't ever say where I go mm-hmm. I just say when I go and where I go 
my prayer is, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to hear today? Mm-hmm. What, where, where, and, and <laughs> nine times out of 10, I'm there for somebody else. Mm. Right. I'm, I'm there for somebody mm-hmm. else to speak into somebody else's life yeah. or to well, meet, reconnect with somebody. Your church is the people that come into your, in your, sit in your chair. Absolutely. You know, our mm-hmm. church, it's community. It's a community yes. of believers. Yeah. It's however it. you get yep. together, yep. period. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. formal. doesn't have to be scheduled nope. or anything. I mean, I'm in, at oneness. There are eight of mm-hmm. us on staff total right now mm-hmm. and plus people on the board, but that's our church. church. If you mm-hmm. want to call it, that's our community. Yeah. That's where we learn things and we yes. talk over yes. things and we hang out with each other yep. and we, yeah. We do life together. Yeah. We love each other. Yeah, and Sean's funeral, there were just rows and rows and rows of Jackson's football team and mm, coaches yeah. and basketball team because that's where he yeah. gets life yeah. right now. That's where he gets, that's church. That's where, mm-hmm. those are his people. And that's that's what I, and, and then it shifts over the years, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. he's going to be graduating. But to me, I think this right here yes. is church yes <laughs> this is this and, is and what's happening people are leaving because of all of the religion and the rules and that you can't do this mm-hmm. or you're going too far yeah you know we're we're not leaving necessarily because we want to sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like we have, have to i mean to. Right. we've had this conversation before yeah mm-hmm. but you know and and in my case when i was divorced i mean and i thought it was a pretty grace-filled church and and i still think the pastor is a really nice guy a really good <laughs> i do i yeah. think he's a yeah. really good mm-hmm. man we just mm-hmm. differ right but i couldn't stay anymore isn't that, that interesting he couldn't stay because you had a divorce yeah yeah mm-hmm. Same i thing. mean mm-hmm. they they were they insisted on counseling mm-hmm. i'm like um, no, mm-hmm. no, but but the only but they admitted the only outcome was well the only reason not you need to be with counseling is so you'll stay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, that the works. end is already determined, <laughs> right? And if that's not the end, right. then you got to go. Yeah. And there was a few things I was doing in the church in that particular mm-hmm. church, and they immediately once they heard that I was mm-hmm. leaving, they I was done, yeah. with those things. So I'm gonna stay. Yeah, I had a girlfriend tell me in Christian, you know, we were pastors. I had mm-hmm. a girlfriend tell me. Once you get divorced, it's going to all change. Unless you go to another church. Yeah. (laughs) Then it's different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all going to change. And I kept thinking, no, it's not going to change people. You know, people Mm -hmm. get divorced all the time. Oh, no. It It depends on the church. It depends on the church. And Mm -hmm. then I went to another church. And it's kind of funny because, I mean, I I know who I am. I know my giftings. Mm -hmm. And you would think if somebody like me who has would come to my church, people would say, okay, we need to utilize you in whatever no 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 not at all but i've but been how many it's times like your scarlet letter well but you've heard people have left they've got divorced they've left they've gone to another church and then they're fine because nobody it, that happened a while ago <laughs> oh you no know, there was a guy on, yeah. on there was a deacon at that mm-hmm. particular church he'd been divorced mm-hmm. well she left it's him. It's like you have to sit out a certain amount of time. Ch- no, yeah. there's a statute of limitations. It's in yeah. the book of Speculation, yeah. chapter four. Yeah. Uh, turn to me if you would. Turn with me in your books. Of, you I was told at going through this that there was another, um, you know, couple well known that got a divorce, got a separation, that she got she got to stay in the ministry because she got a grace pass. Because he he was the one who uh, see and that's the point they've got to find fault. Oh, right. I was like because that's a first thing they hit the yeah. ground. I was like, yeah, a grace pass. Yeah, really for I, real. Where did I miss that express it's, line? It's a it's a chance card in Monopoly. 
I guess it is. I missed that I'm, one too. I got put to jail. <laughs> Me too. No, no, no. They gotta, they gotta get out of church free card. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's like the, it's like depending on who the people who are and who left. Mm-hmm. Then we defi- then, then we add these are the, these are the guidelines and the standards. But see, and and of course, there's not any ounce of that that you can find in, in scripture, scripture, right? You, no. you can't find that process. No, Mm-mm. and uh, that's a process that serves the institution. The institution, mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 back when you were talking about listening to God. Um, People would say, I've always heard people say, God will not tell you anything contrary to scripture. That I do not believe. I believe God won't tell you anything contrary to his character. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. stop, you. pause, same exact words were said about two hours yep. ago by, really? John, by Johnny Yule. Yeah. See, I love him. I know, I know you like him. But I mean, but that's Thank so you. true mm-hmm. because I I knew that God had released me from that marriage. Yes, I did too. Um, I mean, I can tell you word for word yep. what he said. So, but people, and I, you know, I have a family member who's a pastor who mm-hmm. told me, you he yelled at me, you are being deceived. God would never say that. And I'm like, um, um, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about why? Because he's a pastor? No. <laughs> no. Why, no. Why the guy said it or why God said it? You know how fearful a guy who's not treating his wife would be if he found out that God could give direction oh, to his wife to leave? yeah. No matter what? Yeah. It's... Just saying. But it's mm-hmm. not but it's not no matter what either. It's right. God told me mm-hmm. that that particular morning I was and and I didn't understand mm-hmm. what I nearly what I think about scripture now. I mean, yes, it's inspired, however. Yeah. Okay. Like we've talked about before, <laughs> which that's another story. Check but out anyway. the deconstruction podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I was asking God and I remember vividly and I'm, and I was saying, you know, how, you know, divorce, how could you, mm-hmm. how could I even think about that? Because it wasn't an, it wasn't, I couldn't right. even think about it because, because uh, right. no, God hates divorce. Right. And yep. I, and I heard clearly, you know, I said, how can you be about divorce when your word says, your word says you hate divorce? And I heard clearly because I love you so much more than I hate divorce. Yes. Oh. And then I, and I'm freaking out a little bit. And then I said, but sometimes you ask us to stay in difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. And then I heard, and sometimes those circumstances come to an end. Oh, that is so And I knew that was good. not me. That was, I that, mean, that, yes. you know what I mean? Because you're, the way you were taught, mm-hmm. you had that thinking for so long. Right. And it took right. knowing your father's voice right. to come in and just obliterate mm-hmm. that rule. Yeah, and I went into work, and I knew that I knew that I knew, so I didn't need confirmation, mm-hmm. but I went in that morning, and I, I was talking to Pat, my friend, and I told her, and first thing she said to me was that sounds just like him and it was like and she wasn't the only one that said that to Uh me some another person that I, you know but anyway but so i ended up try how can this be how can this be and i when i moved out i was alone Mm -hmm. i mean i still had some of the friends that i worked with some of them not so much Mm -hmm. anymore and then my my family my church friends all mm-hmm. of my they were gone they mm. were gone i was literally by myself in an apartment for a couple of years wow. um i had two friends that actually would come by and we would do stuff yeah. um but talk about hearing him he took me through that time to teach me to hear him better yes. because i was alone literally mm-hmm. and i also took that time to figure out how can this be mm-hmm. and so i ended up doing a a paper 
because I was a counselor at another place at the time, and I ended up doing a paper on divorce. I thought, hey, there's a good <laughs> idea. And when I got done, I made it, I wrote more onto it, and we, it's a book. So, because it was how I understood it. It's called Hearing God's Heart and Divorce. That's good. Because I needed to understand the mistranslations yes. and the heart of God and yes. and all of this other stuff. I just had mm-hmm. to get it out. And yep. so, he used that time, and I... Now I hear him very clearly. Yeah, more. I mean, I was hearing him before, but mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of it. Right. You right, know. Right. I'm, I. I had a similar moment like that. I. I. There. We had had an argument, and I said, "I'm at the end of my rope. Mm. I'm at the end of my rope." Mm-hmm. And that next Sunday, uh, we were in church, and um, he was teaching out of the Message Bible. Why I hadn't mm. amplified. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love I amplified. I do too. And he said turn somewhere and it was in the message so I picked up my phone and it opened I think it was Psalms 109 and I have to have God was speaking very clearly to me and mm. and, and he was always connecting dots and um, I think it was Psalms 109 and I opened it up and it said God step in you can work a miracle I know you can I'm at the end of my rope <laughs> and I thought where in the world I would have wow. never looked, thought to search I'm at the end of my rope in the Bible. Yeah. And I hung on to that and I hung on to that. And I remember thinking, okay, God, I'll hang on until you say let go. Mm. And when you say let go, I know if I land and flat on my face, you'll pick me up. But if I skid and soar, you're there with me. Yeah. And things begin to quickly t- downturn. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, in my head, I had a, if, if this ever happens, He's, I, I, I got to let go. Mm-hmm. And and that scenario happened, and I heard God say, I gotcha, mm-hmm. let go. Mm-hmm. And I remember going and filing for a divorce and and free-falling, yeah. not knowing, because 100% of our income came from the church, not knowing what the heck I was going to yeah. do. This all was going to go public. Yeah. And um, I thought, I let go. Yeah. I'm at the end of my rope. And God... I've never hit, I've never crashed and burned. He has, I've soared. I've been, and and I've taken on some turbulence and I've had to navigate stuff, but I could not have, it was so clear Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. that I was following God, but it looked like to everybody else. Right. I wasn't. Right. You know, how could God be leading her? And I was like, I would stand in front of people that would try to tell me differently. And I'm like, this does not feel like God's heart. Right. But these are people that, were in the echo chamber, you right. know. But then I would stand in front of other people. Other, I had five counselors. Four were out, you know. Well, all took a them. whole team to fix her. It wow, did. it did. You should have just come down. <laughs> I wish I would have known that. But I would stand in, and I told my main counselor, I said, I stand in front of, you know, others, and it feels like they're dragging me back into this. Mm-hmm. thing that's so dark called my marriage yeah. but then i stand in front of others and go they're talking to me about what god's heart really is mm-hmm. and i'm like this feels so freeing yeah but sca- i mean it's scary it was scary, scary. I, I remember signing a lease you know signing divorce papers and then signing a lease and, and it was the first time i ever felt like i was having an out-of-body experience mm-hmm. it was like i'm i guess i'm doing this thing and i didn't know either yeah you, know? you have no idea no no idea and, and you don't know what's what it's going to look like mm-hmm. and it was not at all what i thought it was going to look like no. as far as the people that stuck around me yeah was very tiny you, you didn't have a very strong support system i no, because mm-hmm. and, you know and i don't know your whole story and mm-hmm. i'm not going to go into it either but when when it's not a visible 
apparent problem Mm -hmm. and if you've lived with it for 30 something Mm -hmm. years people think you're nuts you lost your mind yes and you can't explain it to them Uh -uh. because it's not um it's not cheating it's not Mm -mm. um an obvious addiction or any of that sort of stuff it's it's a it's an emotional anger Mm -hmm. um it's those things that they don't see. Yeah, it's they're the intangible things. Yeah, that, and it's that like you well, have you know, to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and you and you sort of get the well, you know, he's always been like that. So what's your problem now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. you know, or well, he doesn't do it all the time. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't seem like enough. And I had a, I actually had a friend at the time who had been, um, she had been through sexual abuse mm-hmm. in her life, mm-hmm. and she led into me she was supposedly one of my closest friends mm. and she was like how dare you call this mm-hmm. any sort of abuse emotional mm. you know and I was like it's not no it's not the same but it's still not you know and I didn't even have the words to explain it right you know at the time so you know pe- a lot of people just thought I was what's in- what know. I have found more and more as I've come out of this is that the word abuse mm-hmm. especially in the church was almost it, it was very hard for me to use the word that word it, when when one of my counselors said it to me she was like oh honey that was abuse i was like oh no 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 yeah. that's i mean it was fine right you know but what, what what i realized the more i accepted the fact that that was not abuse mm-hmm. the more i internally abused myself mm-hmm. on the inside my own will my own emotions my own thoughts because i would deny myself the voice of saying, no, that's not okay. Right. That's not okay. Right. I let that happen. Mm-hmm. But it's it it has taken me a long time. I, and it was Holy Spirit who really began to, I had a definition of um, what I thought uh, molestation was. Mm-hmm. I discovered I was molested when I was mm-hmm. six. I, but I thought molestation was dash this, you mm-hmm. know, and I had my own definition for it. Mm-hmm. And it was when he said no, what you experienced and I had a memory mm-hmm. that was molestation mm-hmm. and it just expanded my yeah. my thinking and it was the same thing with abuse yeah you know I yeah. thought abuse was punch slap kick right. hit right you know but there's but gaslighting there's, oh and there's crazy making and yes. there's all of that other all stuff. Of that other stuff there's a simple the, the simple definition of abuse is defined as any action that intentionally harms or injures another person Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. really that simple. Yeah, yeah. We think and of it doesn't have to as, be physical harm, right? We fundamentally yep. think of abuse as bloody things. Yes. Yeah. Well, we think of abuse as the woman who wears the glasses right. in the grocery yes. store, or wears mm-hmm. the long sleeves because she has bruises, mm-hmm. and that's I, not it. That's not it. No, the we definition did. was my definition was so narrow. Right. There's a woman that I know that just came out of Green Shoe, actually, which is a pretty cool place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they they said that her, their definition of abuse was anything that's not nurturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good. I, I mean, I went wow. to that retreat, Good. and I remember thinking when they said that, I'm like, "That's everything. <laughs> that's I mean, everything that's except cucumbers and green beans." Right. I mean, right. but I mean, I probably have been the dealer of that you know if i was oh absolutely but it's but it's We've a pattern that. that's the thing yes. that people didn't understand yes. if it's a pattern it's habitual you've you brought it's it to their, their character yeah yeah you mm-hmm. brought it to their attention you've begged you've pleaded you've mm-hmm. tried you didn't mm-hmm. even realize it was you know you thought mm-hmm. it was your fault for mm-hmm. however many years yep. and years and then you finally wake up one day and go wait a minute this is not okay this mm-hmm. is not this mm-hmm. is not and and i don't think you understand the depth of it until even right. many years out well and i think the closer I got to the heart of the father. The, the, let me say it like this: 
the more God started manifesting his love to me, mm-hmm. and re- I really began to feel how much God loved me and accept that, mm-hmm. the more I could identify abuse. Yeah. The, and it, it, and I the poem says Sleeping Beauty woke up at the age of 50. At 43 mm-hmm. is when I really began to accept mm-hmm. how much God loves me. When I mm-hmm. said, my own father wouldn't want me living in this, how much more would my earthly yeah. father? God is about setting us free. Yes, and it was the closer God and I got, the, the closer, I, I'll say more, the deeper, more, the, deeper mm-hmm. the more I began to search him, the more I began to long after him. Yeah. And, the, and and his pure love, nothing I can do can separate me from the love of my father, yeah. that personal intimate love, the more I begin to recognize that's not okay. Right. This is abuse. And then when I would get in environments that would try to say, no, that was okay. Abuse is, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't know what they were saying. They were using all the religious words. Right. It would be like, yeah. but that's not what my dad would want. That's right. not what my father would want. That's not what my God would want, you know. And... I'm never, I'm not, not going to take him off the throne of my heart. Yeah. And so any relationship I get into now, I, I have said, you know, whoever I'm supposed to be with has to seek God to find my heart. My mm-hmm. heart will be so hidden and within my father mm-hmm. that he's got to seek my father to find my and heart. The, the hard thing, I mean, and that's true. And I've, and I've got that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've been remarried now for seven years and it's been good and the music starting, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank but, you. Yeah. This went, thanks in the perfect way it was supposed to be I liked it thank you so good. much thanks Lloyd. Rachel and thank you podcast thanks, listeners Jeremy. for listening thank <laughs> and we hope I hope you enjoyed this episode log on to the Stream Grace Network for more amazing podcasts see ya see ya